bed than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Tuesday. Hope you're all doing well. Yeah, it's kind of a murky day out there today, but it is early, so who knows? Made some more. Made another one of my compo book, my fake leather compo books, which I put on compo books, composition books I buy. I have I have a, about a dozen of these graph compo books, so I've been experimenting, and I think I'm going to go to instead of doing this, doing book covers out of grocery bags and then doing the faux leather on that because these these are kind of hit or miss i mean i'll use them i'll, I'll keep them i use them i was thinking I, I was thinking of possibly selling them but i think the book covers will come out because you gotta allow for shrinkage and the compo books don't give you much in that way i can see this new one i got this new one i just did the green one it's i don't mind it being really stiff but like the the paper sticks out in the end because you know, of all the stuff I put on it, the paint and the and the Mod Podge and all that, it tends to make it sh- shrink, shrivel on the cover. So it's and it's hard to allow for that because they only got such the covers are only so big. With with actual actual book covers instead of compo books, I can actually adjust for that. But anyway, enough about that. I want to talk about Universal Systems today, and we will do that right after this. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Okay, Universal Systems. I kind of have a soft spot for them, even GURPS. Because you can do so much. It's a toolbox approach. And I like a toolbox approach. I told you, I've probably told you in the past that I was getting ready to give up role-playing games when I, when I first started within like the first year or two until a friend of mine loaned me her copy of the first edition of Champions. And I'm going, oh my gosh, I can do whatever I want with this. I can build whatever I want character-wise. And so I went out and bought the second, third, and finally the big blue book, the fourth edition. Actually, I had a copy of fifth edition for a while. Hero System. But I got rid of that. I love fourth edition. That's my go-to. But anyway, I love the toolbox approach, which seems to be kind of contradictory to my simpler is better thing. And in a way it is, because there's nothing simple about some of these. There's nothing simple about champions. But the fact that I could actually make something with points and actually get me, Mr. Remedial Math, can do it, then anybody can do it. But I don't want to talk about Hero System. I don't want to talk about champions. There are others out there, like GURPS, like... That Margaret Weiss system—I can't remember the name of it—but you you get you get the you get the gist of what I'm saying. I my favorite one right now is Savage Worlds, and I'm pretty much I, it hasn't arrived yet, but I will be getting the newest edition of Savage Worlds, 
And from what I understand, they did a lot of changes in it, but they're all changes for the better. And it doesn't, it doesn't affect the base rules system. Remember I said rules, when you dig deep, come down to one thing. How hard or how many times can I hit a guy? And how do I go about, how do I go about keeping from getting hit? That's the whole crux. And to me, with the universal system, if that that's almost like a, a perfect storm right there because the main rule set stays put. It's everything else that moves around. And they tend to be a little skill-heavy, but once again, the skills are integrated into the, into the system. So I will give that a pass because I don't have to, you know, you, you build it. And you have the skills there. Chaosium's basic role playing is the same thing. The skills are what defines the system. The combat and the skills are what define the system, I should say. And it you can it's easily any game you can easily slot something in or out, I'm happy with, as far as the basic rules go. Now if characters if you know, if players want to design their own character, they can design their characters to a fairly well. I don't care. If they want a min-max, let a min-max go ahead. That's not going to affect what I'm trying to accomplish as a game master. It's not going to. If and if you're a good, you know, a good game master, you will not let it affect your story. Well, you will. And when I say your story. I don't I don't want to sound so so possessive. Oh, this is my story. They're going to do what I No, no. It's, it's remember it's a cooperative thing. But any good game master can say whatever they do to their characters should not affect the enjoyment of the game by all. There we go. That'll work. And that's my new motto now. Yeah. But I think you get the gist of what I said. They can make whatever they want. You can make whatever you want. You can establish whatever rules are in your world. They give you a lot to work with. And even then, you can make stuff up and say, okay, this is this. Because I've I got the, the, the Game Master screen, and it came with a book with four mini settings in it. And, you know, each of them are going, okay, these edges and hindrances and... and and skills will work. These won't. Here's the... If you're running the game, this is... What I like is they have these... I can't remember what they're called, but I think there's like setting edges or something like that where you establish certain types of rules they have. You say, okay, this is what's going to happen. Uh, never say die. The Joker's wild. Things like that. Those are all things. These are like little rules that fit into the world to establish the tone of the world. It helps define the world. You know, if you're playing something like blood and the the blood and guts rule, then it's going to be a lot grittier and a lot more. Life is going to be cheap. If you do never say die or something like that, then you're more of a pulpish feel. I think you get the idea. You can take these things and if you can help craft the world, because like I said, I like simpler is better. And the rule system is simple to to do combat. And I like 
things like this because you can go, okay, this, 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 you can pick and choose or whatever the setting is. And then you just say, okay, these are the rules for this campaign, for this setting, for this setting. And then that's it. That's it. You don't have to do any, you don't have to fiddle with it anymore as far as the rule set goes. It's just, this is what we're going to do for this setting and you go. So maybe what I'm saying is I like rules light systems, but I also, in these cases of universal systems, I like it where you can, it's one and done. It's you're okay. You bought it off. You bought it off the shelf at the store. We're going to run this. You look through it. Okay. This is what, what applies. This is what doesn't, or you make something else up. This is what applies and what doesn't. And you just go. And you don't have to worry about anything changing. You don't have to worry about things like that. You don't have to... Well, you do have to worry about what the player characters come up with. If they want to try a maneuver that's in the book, then, okay, fine. That's a maneuver. See, when I say rules like systems, that doesn't extend to things like combat maneuvers. Because players will try things. In fact, they will... How many times... I wish I had a dollar for every time I was running an encounter, a combat encounter, and a player says, I want to do this, even in D&Ds. I want to set my pike to, you know, for a charge. Oh, okay. I forgot we could do that. Okay, fine. You go ahead and set the pike. And he, you know, at that point, the onus is on the player. If you want to try something, he can tell me what page is on or whatever, but it's him to, you know... If it's it, it it's on him to you know remember this stuff, I mean I can remember it too as a game master if I'm going to use it for NPCs or something like that. But like I said, it, the onus is on the player. So I really I get I, like I said I have a soft spot for universal systems because champions is what saved me from leaving role playing, and that's not only that but I just like I like any system that's so versatile. You know what I'm saying? I mean. You know, you talk about fate. Fate could be a universal system, too. It probably is. Because characters are being defined, worlds are being defined. But anyway, uh, that's about all I'm going to get into today. I'm going to go start my day. And if you want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognardgmail.com, or you can drop me a voicemail on Anchor, where we are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. And I would thank you. Thank you again, Jonathan, Oliver, Mark, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, and... And I can't read my hand line. John Allen. Why do I... John Allen Large, I keep... I don't know why I struggle with that. I write J.A. Large, and I don't know. I just, I don't struggle with that. But anyway, um, listen to the podcast out there. Listen to the Young Y-U-N-G Grognar podcast as Dan Greggs and Mark Walrings, the Yawning Owlbear, and of course, John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries. So, those last two are right here on Anchor. So, until I see folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.